0: Welcome to Lead with Hope, a podcast of the West Florida Ministry Network of the Assemblies of God. The goal of this podcast is to help our almost 400 credentialed ministers or anyone else interested in leading their church or ministries more effectively. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome today. Lead with Hope. That's where we're about today during this Christmas season. I want to talk to you today a little bit about Mary. Mary. I had this thought the other day, and a thought I think that will challenge you and help you to see things in a different way, and also minister to where you are. In Luke chapter 1, verse 26, it begins, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, For you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of the Lord will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Then the angel left her. What a story. This Christmas season, it's the center of the story. The announcement and the birth of Jesus. The angel's announcement to Mary. Mary, the Lord is with you. Isn't it interesting that the Lord is with her and his name shall be called Emmanuel. God with us. God's about to do something supernatural in a world that he created to redeem man. And it begins with this action, a visitation from the angel, an announcement from heaven to a young lady. And Mary's reaction is somewhat, well, like all of our reactions would be when an angel shows up and makes an announcement from heaven. Confused. And disturbed. That's what the scripture says. She's confused and disturbed. She can't comprehend what heaven is speaking into her life. And it makes her uneasy. She could not figure out what this could mean. And the angel speaks again don't be afraid. Hmm. He must have seen something on her face, maybe the tremble in her hands. She He knows, the angel knows, heaven knows that when you accept the activity of God, there is some uneasiness inside of you, some apprehension about this new thing that God wants to do is announcing to you, and she's fearful in many ways. Can I do this? What is he talking about? The unknown create most times, fear in our hearts and our lives. So he says, don't be afraid because you have found favor with the Lord. I think it would be an interesting study to go back and look at this word favor. I I think it was used first with Noah. Then Noah found favor with the Lord and he rescued the earth from the destruction of men's hearts. Well, don't be afraid. You have found favor with the Lord. And then the angel says this, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. And Mary speaks again because she knows her own limits her own frailty. But how can this happen? I'm a virgin. She knows enough about biology and the impossibility of what the angel is saying. It's going to take more than what I possess. And the angel responds to her question. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born to you will be holy. He will be called the son of God. And the example he gives is Elizabeth, your relative. Listen, she's going to be with child. She is with child, six months pregnant. about to have a baby that said, could never happen. Verse 37, it says, for the word of the Lord will never fail. Some manuscripts translate this. Nothing is impossible with God. And you know, sometimes we need to be reminded of that very statement. Nothing is impossible with God. God is doing a new thing in bringing the Son to earth through a humble servant. Have you ever thought about the fact that Mary says, whatever you need, I'm the handmaiden of the Lord. She was inviting the work of God into her life that in the natural would be her death. A woman caught pregnant in that society in the Jewish code of the law should be stoned. She was inviting a death sentence upon her life. She was inviting the excommunication of her family From the temple. What she was accepting was not a simple matter, but she submitted to the work of the Holy Spirit with what the heaven was announcing. There's something powerful about our submission to what God wants to do in our lives. I hope you never lose that, because if you lose that submissiveness, you'll miss His voice. You won't hear the small whisper. You can't even hear the shout. When you lose that humility, that submissiveness. It's interesting that the angel says the Holy Spirit will come over you, come upon you, will overshadow you. I remember creation. Do you remember the story in Genesis 1-2? The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Hmm. Something happens. The next thing that happens, light came into the world. So here it is. The Holy Spirit would brood over a virgin and light would come into the world. Jesus would declare it. In John eight twelve, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, "I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't ha- have to walk in darkness. You will have the light that leads to life." Something new was happening in the brooding of the Holy Spirit over Mary's life, over her body. Another time it took place with Abraham and Sarah. Do you do you remember? A barren womb. God had made a promise. The promise seemed empty. And then God, the angel, shows up and the Holy Spirit would brood over the barren womb and produce a son of promise. Yes, Isaac would be born that son that God promised and that son would become Israel. God would birth a nation that would bring forth the revelation of God to a world, the revelation of a holy God to a world. So it is this time the Holy Spirit broods over Mary and brings forth a holy son, a sinless son, that he might redeem us from the curse that happened many years ago in the garden You remember that promise in Genesis chapter three, the seed of woman would crush the serpent's head. That seed of woman has now come through a surrendered servant and the work of the Holy Spirit, the announcement of heaven. Wow. You see, Abraham and Sarah, when Sarah heard the news, she laughed. Unlike Mary. Listen, In Genesis 18, 14, it says this, is anything too hard for God? I will return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. Is anything too hard for God? Does that that remind you of nothing is impossible with God? Does that remind you of the word of God never fails? God always comes through. The work of the Holy Spirit is an amazing thing. And he's working on a young lady in the birth of his son, to bring about new life, new life, the work of the Holy Spirit. He hovers over things that are dark and void of the meaning and purpose of God, to bring forth light. (laughs) Is there a dark place that you need the Holy Spirit to hover over? I don't know about you, but I've walked through a lot of valleys where I needed the Holy Spirit to begin to hover over me. and Maybe that's why the psalmist says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. I don't know. There's a lot of dark places we have to travel and traverse in in ministry. The dark place of the silence of heaven. The multitude of prayers that I prayed and it seemed like heaven was shut. You may be there now. I would encourage you to invite the hovering of the Holy Spirit over your life during this season. Maybe he wants to create something new. I know there are times when God brings me and you to a dead end that we might recalculate and Hear something new from heaven. Maybe it's time for the Holy Spirit to brood over you in that dark place to create a new season of promise, fruitfulness, multiplication. The Holy Spirit over hovers over barren places. He hovered over a barren womb and brought forth Israel. Man, God is good that way. Listen. You don't have to accept the barren places of your life. You know, the son you've prayed for for years and years, the daughter you've prayed for for years and years. And it seems not that the, the lack of fruit, the, the lack of the stirring of your spirit in the midst of the barrenness of seasons as you walk through a desert. Maybe it's time to invite the brooding of the Holy Spirit in over you. So, you can experience the fruitfulness of promise that the Holy Spirit can only bring. I don't know, maybe the barrenness of ministry, maybe the barrenness of relationships, your marriage, an intimacy has gone. And maybe the Holy Spirit needs to rebirth, rebirth through his brooding over us something new. The Holy Spirit knows how to hover over. And bring life to the barren places of our life. I'm telling you, God is good about fulfilling his word. The scripture says it over and over again. Nothing is impossible with God. Give him an opportunity to brood over places in your life that seem empty and barren and broken. Because this Holy Spirit knows how to bring life out of darkness. The Holy Holy Spirit overshadowed the Virgin and it would bring forth the light of the world. God incarnate, God with us. He made this promise to us. He would never leave us nor forsake us. In the midst of all the trials, in the midst of all the agony, I'm telling you, God would never leave us. Think about Mary for a moment. The beginning of her journey with God began long before the visitation of the angel. She found favor with God and God showed up and she surrendered to the work of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you all of her surrendering did not bring joy every day. She held her son. And the scripture says she pondered all these things in her heart. She didn't have all the pieces to the puzzle. We know often don't. But I tell you what, if you allow the Holy Spirit to brood over us, he begins to put the pieces of that puzzle together. You remember the story. They travel to Jerusalem and they lose Jesus. They leave and they think he's with them and he's teaching people at the temple. Can you imagine the worry in a mother's heart at the loss of her son? She would lose him again to the Roman soldiers, she would lose him again on that cross. John would become her caregiver at the command of Jesus, but there she would watch this son of promise, this son whom she knew came through the activity of the Holy Spirit is now being taken, ripped out of her world, ripped out of her heart as he died on the cross. What I find amazing about Mary's life. After the cross, you see her again in the upper room, ready to receive something new. The Holy Spirit was going to brood again out of the emptiness of the disciples, out of the emptiness of those who followed Jesus. He was gone and they had come to the end of their emptiness And the Holy Spirit began to brood over that 120 in that upper room. And Mary and the brothers of Jesus are in that room as well. You see, there are times when we think it's over. But the Holy Spirit knows how to brood over us if we give him the time. The apostles, Mary and the brothers of Jesus had to give him 10 days. Can you imagine Meeting in an upper room for 10 days, not knowing, not understanding. He told us to wait and they waited. I don't know about you, but I know I would have had a hard time of waiting for 10 days in one room, looking at the 120. And then the Holy Spirit, (sighs) the wind of heaven began to blow. And supernatural fire filled the room and something then began to fill them. Fill us again, Lord. We need the brooding of the Holy Spirit over his church, over our ministry, over our families, over our marriages more now than ever before, because there are dark places. There are barren places. And we need the fruitfulness of the breath of heaven to work over us again. So that we too can say, Nothing is impossible with God. His word will come true. I hope you find the time in this busy season of Christmas to allow the Holy Spirit to brood over you for a new year, for a new season, that the light of heaven would shine forth in a powerful way. This is what I hope. I hope you find time for the Holy Spirit to brood over you. I hope in the brooding you find new hope for ministry that he's called you to, the purpose, the dignity, the love of heaven fallen on you. Listen, ministry is a struggle. No one knows that more than Jesus who struggled in the garden God didn't answer his prayer. Take this cup from me. He walked through that suffering that you and I might know life. The scripture says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Listen to me. What you're enduring right now on the other side of that has great joy. Hang on. Allow the Holy Spirit to brood over you and know the hope of heaven is on your side. His name is Jesus. Remember his promise. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Find that hope. The hope in leading ministry in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. And I hope the Holy Spirit hovers in a supernatural way over your life. Thanks for joining me today in Lead with Hope. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode with Pastor Larry Perry, the superintendent of the West Florida Ministry Network. It's our hope and desire that as you listened and was ministered to by this podcast, that you will find time to allow the Holy Spirit to brood over your life, to allow time for him to birth some creative ideas, to bring forth things that have been dreams and hopes of old and prepare you for what we believe will be a new season of better, greater, and and exciting days ahead in your ministry. God bless. Catch you on the next podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you would like to connect with our team, you can email us at contact at westflorda.ag. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And remember, lead with hope.